It's the WMT Podcast. It's Jared. What's up, everyone? Um, just going to get right to it. Got nothing not, nothing much to say today because we're going to go through it all in the podcast. So the rest of it would just be me repeating myself. My guest today is Michael Van Ness. Learned a lot about Michael in this one. Uh, mainly, he has a secret talent. He's going to do some mean impressions. So like, I think we had an elephant marry, marry a porpoise. Some weird shit. Some weird shit in this one. Uh, but learned a lot about him. Uh, uh, he and I share some things in common, too. Not only our love for music and all that, but we're also both prior Air Force uh, and all that kind of stuff. So we get in there, too. So uh, I really hope you all dig it. Uh, if you have anything for us, please email us at wimty.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll read it and get it back to you. Thanks for everyone listening so far. And please help me welcome Mike Venice. Right, Mike Vaness in the house. Yay. I wanted to go ahead and get this started because uh, Mike just busted out this pretty impressive contraption. I don't even know what you would call it. Um, it's a kit. I've, I've never seen anything like it before. Let's see. Is there? A, it's monogrammed with his name. This yes, is indeed. It's a personal bar, basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, little cocktail kit. Yeah. So let's see. We, you have your. Uh, this is my hurricane evacuation kit, by the way. Yeah. Hurricane so you, prep. Is this a glass too? That's the. Those are the, the lids. lids. Okay. And then these open up. So these shot glasses open up and kind of layer on top of each other. And uh, come by. Mm. Come by. They hold whiskey. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Proven. And Proven. what tequila? All right, a little yeah, bit of tequila. tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's three different flasks on here. I'm a pretty nifty little kid. I'm gonna have to get one of these, man. I'm impressed. Never I know what to get any, you for Christmas. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. And I also got, he brought, man, he brought me a good uh, good looking sticker, which is Mike's band. That's true. And also a uh, a blank red hat so mm-hmm. I can uh, creep out Trump supporters. Yes. <laughs> they'll, they'll run up to you. They're like, <laughs> hey, brother. Oh, <laughs> like, never mind. Uh, not into Trump, but definitely into the blood of Christ. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, I used to sing those songs in Sunday school. Uh, and red always, when you think about the colors, red always represents the mm-hmm. blood, right? Yeah. That's fuck. That's fucking creepy, right? <laughs> now it is. That's creepy having like five year olds <laughs> sing about blood. <laughs> they don't know, Dar- little darlings, <laughs> the little darlings. Yeah, geez. Well, thanks, man. My that's pleasure. A, that's Thank a you way for to, having me on. It's a way to start off. This was a pretty good time. Um, are we almost done? <laughs> no, is it? Maybe not. I can yeah. tell by your laughter we, that no. We we call it we call it uh, the shot and go, mm-hmm. and then and then that's that. Quick in and out. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on, man. We'll, I guess we'll we'll dive into it. Thank you very much for get, having get me. Get right like, in. Like we're, I heard you say earlier, how you're digging the, the bottom of the barrel now for guests. So apparently mm. you used up all the good ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I like uh, everybody that you've had on so far. Um, I've been listening. I'm a, I've been listening. I was listening back when uh, uh, Panhandler's podcast was out. Just oh, thanks, I, man. I enjoy. I enjoyed good, just honest, frank, um, 
uh, fuck laden a conversation about religion uh, and politics, and that <laughs> you know, just an endless only, stream of expletives, which is not how I live my life. But it's always <laughs> funny to hear somebody else have a have a really reasonable conversation and and put out facts and and interest interesting things and sound so intelligent and educated and informed and just completely pepper it with vulgarities. It's just yes. entertaining to me. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. You know, I I thought it was a really really bad format. Um, but it was just fun for us. Uh-huh. Uh, but a couple people have since told me that they actually enjoyed listening to it. So we decided that uh, probably every ten episodes or something um, that we're gonna uh, that we're gonna throw it on. Uh, the panhandlers are gonna back on here. So Sweet. maybe you'll have to come on for a panhandlers. I'd be honored. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like everybody that you've had on so far. Um, everybody, there's like everybody. Now, having listened to them, and I'm already familiar with everybody's work except mm. except um, for the boat guy, Corey. Corey, I, I, I knew of him, mm-hmm. but I never, I didn't really know him. Know him? Yeah. He's pretty intense. But I, like everybody's on there. <laughs> yeah, that guy's turned up to 15. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he was fun. Do you know what? That's why. That's why he's where he is, man. You know, it was a. Uh, that, man, it was such a crazy experience working. You can get with a mental guy. picture when you're listening to the podcast of how everybody like comports themselves here, that they're sitting or whatever. And I always imagine just everybody sitting here, sitting in front of a microphone, calmly speaking. And for some reason, when I imagined him in here, I, he was standing up and he had the microphone in his hand because it just seems like he's screaming nonstop. And that's that kind of enthusiasm that you need to have, I guess, if yeah. you're going to be a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, well, for sure. Entrepreneur. I guess we have it a little bit different because we're in the music business, so it takes it takes all all kinds in there. Yeah. Um, so uh, so before we before we really get into into too much, man, let's uh, you know I always like to let the listeners know a little bit about the person that I have in here, man. So let's talk let's talk about you for a little bit. Yes, I lo- there's nothing I love talking <laughs> about more. Selling narcissism. I love it. I like it when you talk about me. <laughs> okay. You, you want me to do like, we could do this and I'll just You want to do it that way and what? I just tell people about you and, <laughs> and you I, can I, and I agree. You can <laughs> you can interject yeah. and people won't I'll know if on. it's people won't know if it's real or not. That's, That's the true. thing. I could Yeah. Cuz you can't really and yeah, cuz you can't you can't show sarcasm on a on an audio only mm. format, which is a, a bad thing for me because I'm very sarcastic yeah. and I lie a lot. But I'll lie <laughs> and I'll wink, or do something, and to, to indicate that I'm not telling the truth. But that doesn't translate onto audio, unfortunately. Yeah, man. So uh, so we'll, let's do it together. Okay, let's do it together. So okay. uh, and I, I'll even <clears throat> learn a little bit about you here, man. Um, where'd you grow up? New Jersey. I was in New Jersey until I was about until I was 18 and I joined the Air Force and then left New Jersey and saw the rest of the world. Yeah, and, and you here. did the Air Force for for 22 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I'll say. You did a little, a little extra time? A little that's about 20, 20 yeah. 20ish. Yeah. And uh, all over the place there. Um, not as much, not as not as all over the place as I would have liked. Um, I kept I was in a career field um, where uh, I kept getting drawn down, and I kept getting stuck at bases for five years at a time. So I've been all over the country, and I've gotten to go TDY and stuff, but I only ever made it overseas to Japan, um, stationed overseas once. Yeah. And then I came back here, and I, when, when I was ready to retire, when I was hitting 20, I decided that I wanted to retire back in the States, so I, I came back to, I took a stateside assignment, which brought me back to Eglin here, and... Uh, did one year here and just absolutely fell in love with the place. Yeah, and you're, um, this is where I'm staying. Yeah, because I, like, I was here for a year. I got to see 
I don't want to say all four seasons, but I got to see what it's like, you know, around the entire one calendar year. And I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And so I went back to Texas, painted my house, sold it, and moved right back here. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here. Right on. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> so I probably met you, uh, I don't know how long after your retirement. I would, I would say probably not too far after because I've known you probably six or seven years now, yeah. man, really. Must have been... 2013, mm. I guess, is mm-hmm. when I started hosting the open mic. Yeah, at the the old Funky Blues Shack. Yeah, and I, well, I met you before that too, because I remember you'd play with some of those guys too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Before that, I was playing because I came back here. <laughs> I and, used to uh, think I used to think you were legitimately out of your mind too. Really? Yeah, the first couple times I met you, I was like, this dude's out of his fucking mind. On when I was on stage? Yeah, no, it's a character. <laughs> no shit. That is a, everything about being in in uh, in entertainment is supposed to be a, it's a show. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I've got a lot of respect for people who have actual musical talent, which I I don't really have that much <laughs> of, and they can afford to stand there and just kind of like play, but I. I cannot. Yeah. I've got, got to, I have to put some show into it. I couldn't believe I got picked up to be in it, but I, I fully expected I got because I was in maintenance. So I was in aircraft maintenance. I did electronics and stuff when I was in the Air Force. I fully expected when I got out that that's what I was going to do. And um, I moved back here. I was going to start looking for jobs on base on Herbert or Eglin or something. And no sooner had I come back than I got a, I ran into Jay and Chavis over at that Funky Blue Shack at, an op- at one of the open mics when I first got back and got myself into a band that weekend and started doing that and kind of put off looking for a job for a little while and just having fun playing bass for a long time. It was like being a, it was probably like, like you felt like, because you, if you joined the Air Force at 18, it was probably almost like you felt like you were making up for lost time in the, in the military, yeah. right? That whole, the the job, when I, and I did that, yes, yes. Playing in a band was going to be my one-year treat for myself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to like, like, take a year off, and then I'll get a real job. And that year has been going on for quite some time now. Yeah. The last few years. Yeah. So now I'm not going to get a real job. I don't need one now. Yeah, that's great, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so you're, you're only going to do that for a year, but then it, it just turned out that you... Um, that that the income that that you had coming in from actually playing music was enough to supplement you, you know, as well as with your retirement and everything, uh-huh. just to, to just keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, and priorities that was never in the that was never a goal, right? No, 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 no. I didn't. It was a goof, not a goal. Mm-hmm. They both start with a G, but <laughs> they're not the same thing. No, yeah, it was going to be a, a something fun to do temporarily, and and it just I never came out of it. I played in bands, I played with uh, Nobody's Outlaw for a while, mm-hmm. and then um, when Slack Tide regrouped for a little while, I played with them, and uh, just kind of met people and accumulated instruments and stuff, and kind of hovered in that world for a little while, and then when the opportunity to host the open mic came along, um, I did it. I didn't think I could, and I did it, but that was kind of like everything that I was doing ever since I got out. Um, was it seemed like a bad idea not a bad idea but everything was like hey here's an opportunity it's probably not something you can do I was telling myself but just try it anyway and then the more I would do that the more I would be kind of successful with those little things Mm -hmm. and just kind of keep on going so I hosted the open mic for a year and that was fantastic I met more people um and that's how I started playing out here and the rest, the rest is history. It is <laughs> her story. So, uh, so just to give a little bit of a, of some information about where you are now, you're currently in a band called the Good Lookings. It's true. It's a terrible name, and I apologize for that. But it's, 
It's too late to change. We've already had the stickers made up. We've already got we've already got seven likes on our Facebook page, so it's it's too late to change. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, even your stickers though, you got to add uh, you got to add Zach, man. Yeah, well, you know, I had when I had stickers made up, there was just me and Jared. It was the whole intent, and we did it reasonably successfully for a year, maybe a little bit more. The idea was that it's one guy with an acoustic guitar and one absolute badass drummer on drums mm-hmm. playing rock shows. And it was supposed to be unique, and it was. And we were supposed to, we were supposed to impress people, which with like how big this this little band can sound. Because mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. run through some like effects processors, and we'd sing harmonies and stuff. <clears throat> and that was always the goal. And we did it, and it was always cool. We could we could impress audiences, but it's a tough sell. It's very very hard to then go out to venues and say, hey, we wanna wanna bring in this band. It's just a two piece. Mm-hmm. But they want the, a Friday night, and they want to rock. And yeah. Really? Well, what do you play? Well, one guy plays acoustic guitar, but he rocks. I think we're going to have to call it for a minute, man. I'll just keep it going. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, not, I, man, I hate to interrupt your story, but, uh, but you guys are going to hear some rough noises in the background here. And unfortunately... Um, as I have soundproof the, the next studio, guest. yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> a, <laughs> They're prepping the next guest. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, I'm not convinced you can actually hear that, because you had that issue when um, uh, Sean was on, and as uh-huh. a listener, I don't remember, I, I don't think I could hear it. We'll see if it picks up. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, anyways, we record basically above a, a food truck, and their prep area is right behind us so if you yes. hear that somebody's making french fries <laughs> yeah so my my windows <laughs> my, my windows are soundproof but unfortunately the the entrance to this door isn't yet and i'd pr- I probably need to do that soon but um but yeah so anyway back to back to uh the good lookings oh yes where we were oh yes so there, there we were, were. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the uh so uh so anyway so you started out two-piece mm-hmm. jared rocking on the drums yes you playing, trying to do as much as you can as a two-piece band, yes. just with with an acoustic guitar <clears throat> and a drum kit. And you got us some sweet gigs. Not not mm-hmm. name dropping, but Jared mm-hmm. from Namesake got us some excellent, excellent, <laughs> stop, excellent, excellent stop. gigs. Stop. And we, but we just got to a point where we were ready to evolve yeah. and bring on uh, and grow and have like a what would be considered a traditional band by adding a bass player. I think you did it in a really smart way, though. How so? You know, tell me more about well, how just, smart. <laughs> well, just because you know you were. When, when you and I started working together, we'd do some solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were like, hey, I want to do the duo stuff more. Well, you know, duo gigs are, are hit or miss here. There's pretty much just a bunch of band gigs and a bunch of solo gigs. But we, we would do the duo stuff, and it, fit, it would fit well. Um, and then once you started to establish, establish yourself in some of the better venues in town and all that, then you were like, hey, let's bring a bass player on yeah. and do the full. And it just all worked. Yeah. You know? Uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty methodical, you know, the way you did it. And... Uh, and the way you asked me to, to book those yeah. for you, you know, like, like good on you, man. I don't know so. that it was, uh, it probably wasn't as intentional as it sounds. Mm-hmm. I know initially it was all um, apprehension. I know mm-hmm. when, because uh, um, I wasn't ever supposed to be a, a, a guy playing music around here. And mm-hmm. then I started doing it and I was like, oh, okay, I think I could probably do a couple of these. And I remember a long time ago um, when you said, uh, you could you, know, you approached me one time. You're like, "Do you want to work? Because I could probably get you playing four or five times a week." And I'm like, oh, "I don't think I could handle that." <laughs> and then fast forward to last summer, where I was doing six shows a week. <laughs> it was fucking was, brutal, man. Yeah, 
Which no, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> I mean, there were time. It was yes, but it's rewarding. It's mm. not like doing. It's not like working in a steel mill or mm. having to get uh, getting into a, a, a fighting ring or something like that. It's, you'd be man. You'd be amazed at how many people forget that though. Mm. You know, um, you'd be amazed at how many artists are like, you know, oh, I got to play two gigs a day. No way. Yeah. I'm like an eight hour work day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. For doing for doing something that you love doing, yeah. Like you, sometimes you know you got to get paid, you got to get money, you got to do, you know. Especially if you're good at your at your craft and your art, you got to get paid for it. But just uh, I mean, a lot of those people are just chronic complainers, man, oh. and they're just gonna find something to something to complain about. Well, some so. of them were challenged, no question. I mean, some of mm-hmm. them were some of the some of the gigs were not were not pleasant it was all <laughs> worth doing it. and it all came from that thing every time i would do something and then i would question whether or not i could do the next thing i would i just started saying well i'm gonna do it and all our all kind of came out of that original uh that op- host, the hope is hosting the open mic mm-hmm. hosting the hoping mic yeah <laughs> so um man what how is how is hosting the open mic like that's just weaving through that, that seems like it's a super political thing, especially in an area that has this many musicians. It was excellent. Yeah. Um, I uh, look back on it, and there was one or two maybe uh, local musicians that um, that I didn't look forward to. Like when, when they walked in, I was like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I had already I had already been doing – I had already held a position of authority over, over people, and I was a manager – uh, for years and mm. just organizing and scheduling things and being somewhat political and keeping kind of people pa- happy and getting them on wasn't that much of a challenge. The only reason I stopped doing it, to be honest, was because it would we would go we would go so late. We would always go past two, and I lived um, over an hour away. Yeah, and uh, it was Thursday nights, <clears throat> and it was it, that was kind of taking its toll. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had, I had felt like I had done it, and was ready to hand over the reins to somebody else. But it wasn't. Um, I see other people that that, or I've seen other people that just kind of struggle because you're right. Everybody, they'll all flood in there at the last minute. Uh, all the musicians will not all the musicians. Some of them will come in at, towards the end of the night, and they'll just ask, "Hey, can I get on now? I I, I got a party I'm going to, or mm-hmm. I brought my girlfriend and she wants to see me play." I'm like, "Well, you know, this thing started at." Seven thirty yeah. or eight o'clock or whatever, and that's when the list went out. Mm. But I, I tried to accommodate. Yeah, and you said you managed people, uh, like in the air. That's like that's one of those Air Force things, man. Once you reach like, once you reach E six, E seven, you know, what tech sergeant, master sergeant's more. Mm. You don't really do your job so much anymore. Right. It's really just managing those, uh, those, you know, E twos, E threes, whatever. Yeah. Making sure they do their shit. You said you did what? Aircraft maintenance? It was aircraft maintenance. When I first came in, it was avionics. So mm-hmm. I worked on planes. And then uh, my career field split out, and I was working on uh, test stations. It was a back shop. So the parts mm-hmm. that you would take off the plane, when the when the plane was broke, those parts you would take off, you'd bring them in the back shop, and you would fix those. And then just like you said, as I went up through the ranks, then I was doing that less and less, and I was being put in charge of shops that I did not necessarily know how the uh, the mechanics of that particular shop, but I knew how to manage the people, and then I was managing programs. And mm-hmm. for a while, I, I managed the com- all the commanders' programs. <clears throat> I would uh, I was in charge of the like deployments, like putting all the deployments together mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and running 
all those behind the scenes mm-hmm. things. Did you like your time in did you like your time in the Air Force? Absolutely. You did? Uh, so you had a you had a good you had a good experience. I did. And yeah. I it just got to that point where it wasn't as when it when you get up higher some people are more built for the the politics of mm-hmm. higher ranks than I am and when you like I came in to be that that mechanic and then moving further and further away from that it wasn't as enjoyable but it never got to where I really despised it but yeah. I, I could tell it was it was time to to kind of move on and the one thing I definitely don't miss is getting up at five o'clock in the morning or four forty five to go to a five thirty meet pre meeting yeah. that's going to lead to a seven thirty meeting and all these meetings where I'm gonna get yelled at for things that other people did. I don't mm. miss that anymore. Yeah. I don't <laughs> at all. When did you uh man, when did you go through basic? That was basic training is was the funnest was the funnest, most brutal time for me. I was in, Really? Yeah. When did you go through? I don't know, it was a long time ago. Yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> we won't start putting dates together and shit. Yeah, I was like uh, <laughs> It was a while ago. I went through an O one, mm-hmm. which is hard to believe. I went through sixteen years ago. Um Exactly sixteen years ago? Like September? Uh, well pretty close. I went to okay, I went to take my ASVAB on September eleventh, two thousand one. Wow. Uh, and I, I pulled up, I pulled up to uh, Eglin and I was like, Hey, I'm here to take the, uh, the ASFAB at 10 o'clock. And, uh, they're like, nah, man, you aren't allowed on base. I was like, yeah, I am. I got a, I got a fucking sticker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, you, you know, I'm, and they're like, no, dude, you need to turn around and go back home and turn a TV on. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the news. And I was like, and then right away I get a call from my brother and he's like, don't take that test. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was like, what? What the fuck? He's like, he's like, I'll see you in like 20 minutes, man. Get home. You aren't mm-hmm. going to fucking believe what's going on. And then I was like, uh, I saw it, man. And I was, I was like, wow, what the fuck? Uh, that kind of changed changed my perspective. And my, yeah. mom, my mom was like, we'll find a way to put you through college. Like, you uh, know, don't do it. My dad's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, so it, it didn't change my mind, obviously. Right. Um, I was still set on, you know, doing whatever. And I, and I joined under, the, under going into the Air National Guard is what I was doing. Okay. You know, so I was planning on, like, I was planning on getting <laughs> to my base, uh, going through uh, basic training, then going through tech school, and then doing my job one weekend a month, right? You know, two weeks a year and all that shit. Well, I went to like I went to swear in and everything, and the guy was like, "All right, when you get back from te- from tech school, um, you know, and we get you on crew, this guy's gonna be your boss." And I was, yeah. like, uh, I was like, "Okay," I said, "Hold on, like you get me on crew." Uh-huh. Like he's like, "Yeah, we work three days on, three days off, twelve hour shifts," and I was like, "Suddenly, huh?" <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you, our whole unit's activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole unit's activated. And I was like, oh man, that would have been really good information to know before <laughs> I did this. I was like, how long are you activated for? Two year, two year orders, mandatory. Mm-hmm. I said, so the first two and a half years with basic and tech school, everything I'm gonna be active duty. And he was like, yeah. He's like, would that have changed your mind? And I was like. Well, if I told you I like to suck dicks, would that have changed your mind about me? <laughs> like, like, yeah, of course, it, it might have changed my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, dude, some of the some of the funniest stuff ever. What was basic training? I laughed so hard in basic training. I wow. saw some crazy shit. It was the first time I ever saw someone throw up on someone. The first day, 
like after uh, coming out of coming out of Chow Hall, I saw you line up in formation. I saw some dude just throw up all over some dude's back. Wow, <laughs> it, was, it was worse. I saw my you know the wall lockers that you put all your shit in. Uh-huh. Uh, this one guy named Nelson who fucked up all the time. Uh, our TI came in. He fucked up one day. Our TI came in, threw all his shit out of his wall locker, and you know it takes you like. 10 hours to get your wall locker set up the exact perfect. way they want yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Like, you have to fold your T-shirts in these perfect, like, six-inch squares yeah. and shit. If we can't trust you with a folded T-shirt into six inches, how can we trust you with nuclear weapons? Right, right. Kind of shit, you know? Uh, well, he fucked up, and he was like, he said, I'm going to make you my jukebox. And we are all like, I was like, ooh, this is going to be good, <laughs> you know? And, of course, we're all standing at attention, uh-huh. trying not to flinch. And he takes he takes all Nelson's shit out, throws it on his bed. He's like, get in the fucking wall locker. And he looks at me, he's like, what? He's like, get in the wall locker, you're going to be my jukebox. So Nelson gets in the wall locker, he shuts the, do- he shuts the door yeah. on him, takes a quarter out of his pocket and slides <laughs> it through one of the little air slits on the fucking locker, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they have the air slits yeah. on And he's like, I want to hear, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> so, you, so you hear him in there, and you hear him starting to cry a little bit, too. So he's, well, That's part of the song. He, yeah, he's like, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> and then just, bah, 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 starts hitting the fucking locker. He's like, my jukebox does the hand motions. <laughs> so I better hear you doing the fucking hand motions in there. And, the, dude, the whole time I'm just sitting there like, don't be next. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. This dude doesn't even know my fucking name yet. Right, We're right, five right. weeks in. Yeah, sure as shit, you hear him. I'm a little teapot short, and <laughs> you hear him moving around the fucking locker and shit. And like RTI, he just, he started laughing so hard he had to like dismiss himself. Like he was so proud of himself for right. what he had done. And rightly like, so. I mean, I wonder, I wonder where he got that idea from. Like if that was a like if that's a trade secret <laughs> amongst the TIs. <laughs> The, uh, the thing that a lot of people don't know about drill instructors, and I'd hate to generalize it, but a lot of them are washouts from other career fields. That's why so many of them are like 12-year staffs, uh-huh. like 12-year E5s and shit, 14-year okay. E5s, because they couldn't they couldn't make their uh, they couldn't make their rank in time. Right, right. So they would say, okay, this is your last chance. You have to go fucking push flights at, yeah. at down in Texas and shit, um, which. Uh, Definitely, I guess that that's probably a good clientele to pull from because they're probably pissed off. They're already angry. Yeah, they're already yeah. angry. They're already fueled. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember anything being particularly hilarious, but I do remember uh, the, the the concept that when I got there, my my recruiter told me everything to expect. Like by weeks, he's like, "During this week, expect this. Expect this. This is going to happen. This is going to happen." So I showed up prepared. And then I got there and I was like, oh, these guys, their recruiters clearly did not set them up for success because there are people showing up in suits and there are people, you know, just, yeah, they're showing up yeah. like, like they thought it was going to be a party, asking where the pool is. I understand there's a, three golf courses on base. And no way. That may be true, but then you're not going to see any of them. Wow. Yeah, and those were the ones that got uh, singled out and pretty much picked on. Yeah. I slid through. Yeah. So, so no good stories though. Nothing that, nothing that specifically. I'm sorry now. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. I thought I for sure we'd get some good stuff. Out of I'll make him next time. I'll make some. This stuff. one, this one guy that fucked up. We didn't let him sleep one night. We fought. Uh, he just kept messing up, messing up, messing up. So whoever was running dorm guard mm-hmm. um, had a rule: every five minutes you had to wake him up. Really? Yeah, so. And he was cool with that. No. Oh, okay. Good. No. Like it got so bad. Like, but we were all. It was like we were really close to graduation, so uh-huh. we didn't. We didn't give a shit anymore. Um, but I remember finally at like 
three thirty in the morning, like because <laughs> I would I was just sitting there watching him, and every five minutes, like he'd fall asleep, and then every every five minutes, someone would come and like touch him on his shoulder, and he'd do the whole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole shit, like shake star thing. And finally, finally, someone did. He looked at me. He's like, "Touch me again, I'll break your face." <laughs> Where is he now? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't keep in touch with any of my six week long friends. And, mm-hmm. They were your and, best uh, friends though. There for for a couple of days, uh, I'm sure. They were your family. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Shit. Uh, the uh, my uh, my dorm guard monitor listened to punk rock. So I would talk to him about punk rock, and he uh, would never put me on dorm guard. Sweet. Man. See, you're already working the system. <laughs> Within the first couple of weeks, you understand how the game is played. It's very political. Oh, it, it is in the military, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. But, uh, man, so uh, I'm assuming everything was good with you throughout these, uh, these storms that we had. Yeah, we didn't. We got uh, a little bit of a gust over there in Pensacola. And, yeah. Uh, Nothing really. Probably wouldn't have known much anything was happening if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't for the weather channel, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I monitor pretty closely. I don't because I know it was a big storm and it, it's worth preparing for. So we were prepared in mm. case in case there was a sudden change. But after a certain point, it would if if there after a certain point if there was going to be a, a sudden change in that track, then that meant that that storm was coming for me. Like personally, and it's not. <laughs> there's no point in running because that thing's going to get. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, man, I was, I, I saw, like, I saw some houses boarded up here and mm-hmm. shit, and I was like, man, y'all need to slow down, y'all need to, you know, If they I have the stuff, it. better say, I mean, I brought yeah. everything in, and we, you know, we fueled up all the cars, and we have our, like, the kit, which you, mm-hmm. you're supposed to, all the stuff you're supposed to have anyway, yeah. just to be prepared. Yeah, my wife started freaking out a little bit about it uh, Sunday morning, I think, right? Maybe Saturday or Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning. And I was like, "You need to calm really? down." We're that's good. when I start. That's when I started calming down. Yeah, I was. That, well, that's why like, I was like, it's pretty I was like, "We're gonna be good." You know, she's like, "We need batteries." I was like, "No, we don't." Mm-hmm. She's like, "My dad said that that branch is really close to that electric, that power, that power cable, and that you should probably cut it down." I was like, "I'm not cutting down shit that's close <laughs> to the power cable. Yeah. You just want me fucking dead." <laughs> she's been watching all these ID, uh, all these ID shows and stuff. You know what I'm talking about, like, uh, oh, like the, like the murder, like the murder mysteries, oh, and like, oh, oh. like I almost got away with it yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, all this report. stuff. And I'm like, she's got it. In, she's got it in for me. Uh-huh. Like she's got it. She has got to have the perfect plan if she wants to take me out. She could do it. And that was it. Her plan was Irma. Yeah. The whole thing. So yeah, that whole thing. The whole thing. There wasn't even an Irma. <clears throat> Something she yeah. just made up. Yeah, but not today. You know, that's just. We could take it lightly here, and we were fortunate. That's not to, if any of you are listening in South Florida, the Keys, or uh, or the Virgin Islands, or anything like that, uh, we feel for you. That's unfortunate. They got it bad. That's true. And this area stood up in terms of accepting the people who were coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know over in our area, Gulf Breeze and Pensacola, there was a lot. There were a lot of people who were just who were bringing people into their houses, and mm-hmm. that's where there's some shelters and stuff. And then there's a lot of people over in that area. I'm sure it's the same here in Destin, Fort Walton, and everywhere that are collecting uh, things, canned foods, diapers, and all those kinds of things to, to put in a truck and take over there. I know. My wife's cafe over in Gulf Breeze is a collection point for that. And oh, there's sweet. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So. What's that uh, What's that restaurant's name? It's Sabai. Sabai. Sabai Thai Cafe in Gulf Breeze. I've had it before. It's 
I should have brought some. Good. Man. I, you always tell me you're going to bring Thai food and you never I, do. Do I always tell you that? You've told me like always. three times. That's a, Yeah, that like qualifies as always. Yeah, more than two is always. <laughs> yeah. Two is a couple. Three is always. That's the rule. Yeah. I, I will some, bring you some. Next I got some time. at the gate to get run, though. It was good. Mm. I'm jazzed. She's got a. That's another thing that's going on in the Van Ness uh, world is that uh, I got myself all schooled up on business and, and I'm getting. I'm getting churched up on accounting, and she's going to um, open a bigger restaurant in downtown Sweet. Pensacola. Yeah, nice. all that. Downtown, just, like like Hopjack's downtown? Like uh, yeah, bit? one street over from, from Palafox. There's a whole wow. big a new building going up on Jefferson, and um, I was that, able Those to, new apartments right there? Yeah. That's where my brother's living. He's really? moving in there in December. Really? Yeah. I got it's behind, um, back behind on the... Uh, Behind, like, uh, World of Beer and yes. shit. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where a restaurant's going to be? Uh-huh. The first floor is going to be all retail. My brother will be there all the time. He I, loves Thai food. I'll, he got me Thai food last night. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's going to be your number one He's gonna be your number one customer. Sweet. That's good to know. Yeah. That, congratulations. That's great. I know. You I, already have the building and shit? We, yeah. The building's going... The building is being built, and then we have to build it. It was all... Uh, it's it's a pretty cool thing. She, she just... It was kind of doing the same thing that I was doing, where she was living a life, and then there was... A, and then she, so one day she said... I wonder if it would be possible for me to do this thing that doesn't seem possible. So she started pursuing it. She's like, I'm going to open a, an actual metropolitan, an actual restaurant. that Because she's from Seattle. And so her she's more familiar with the way they do things up in a more metropolitan area. And so she's like, let's do this. And I was able to uh, kind of draw on my knowledge of how to put together... Um, documents and and stuff like that i went Mm. out and figured out how to build a a business plan and everything that we would need to do that so and then we pursued and we got she got selected to be one of the one of the few retailers that's going to be in there it's awesome man it's going to be huge congratulations it's going to be huge that's great i'll tell her you said that yeah wait she'll hear it she listens to the podcast does she she will now now That's rad. I'll be there. I go see my brother about once every like week and a half, two weeks. So Excellent. I'll be I'll be there quite a bit as well. Pretty jazzed. You gonna be up and late? Uh, I hope not. Um, Start some get some craft beer in there. See, that's what. Oh yeah, yeah. We're already yeah. the plan is to already work with one of the because there's already uh, Gulf Coast breweries over there, Pensacola okay. Bay's over there, yep. and then there's another brewery, little microbrewery that's going mm-hmm. in uh, over on Garden Street. We definitely want to be working. That's definitely a goal. Yeah, but I don't. I'd rather not sell liquor, and I'd rather not stay open so late that you get the the people coming out of Seville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't want to put her through that. Yeah, um, it'd I make know, her hate it. Yeah, especially if she likes it now, it'd make yeah. her hate it. I'd like. I'll, yeah, I'm familiar. She's familiar with the what the late night crowds are mm-hmm. like, and I just want a bunch of drunk people just close around 10 o'clock and yeah. just have people come and eat. That's awesome. That's really cool. I'm excited. I'm glad you are. Yeah. For those of you listening at home, he's really excited. Yeah. He's, that wasn't a lie. He didn't wink when he said that. <laughs> you need to have a, a wink uh, sound effect. Yeah, well, eventually so that, we're going to get one of those cameras too that, uh, to where we can stream this live. What kind of camera does that? Oh yeah, well that if you can't you can't see that either. Zoom in on your face. Yeah, sweet. I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> We're gonna get a camera. One of those things. That's a crab. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere near that camera. Man, I think I'd like another uh, another pour of uh, of bourbon. I normally I don't drink a lot on this, but I'll I'll do t- I'll do two. Would you mind grabbing that? I don't mind at all. Would you? Uh, do I'm you want here. some too? I do. I need. I, yeah. This will be a good test to see how long to see how long these cords go. Yep, I think you're gonna be okay. He's, t- he's got two whole steps. <laughs> All right, I'm back. What did I miss? 
don't, man, you, you didn't lose your earphones. No, We're good. Oh, I'm very familiar with earphones. <clears throat> so we have some uh, some mictors going on right here. That was good. That was real good. Um, <laughs> you should hear my uh, my bottlenose porpoise. Can I? Do- yeah. There's a whole story. I just gave it a little bit just to perfect take the edge off. So when I when a lot of people ask me why I'm like why I am the way that I am. <laughs> And when I was very young, living in New Jersey, we used to travel down to Florida for vacation. We went to SeaWorld one time, and very, very young. I don't know if I was maybe five or six or something. And I don't know if it's still that way. I haven't been, I haven't been there in a long time. But SeaWorld used to have, in between some of the, uh, the attractions, there was at least one big kind of a tank with like a low wall that had uh, dolphins in it. Or mm-hmm. porpoise yeah, I know exactly what you're talking you could about. Walk, you'd go up to them, and you could pet them, and you could feed them and stuff. So there was all these people gathered around. And I'm a little kid, and a dolphin comes up, and I'm feeding him, and I go <laughs> to the dolphin. And there was this woman. There was this woman sitting, standing right next to him. She's like, "My God, what did you say to him?" And I had no comeback. Oh no, because <laughs> I was just a little kid. And I swore that would never happen again. Yeah. So what would your comeback be? Now? I have no idea. Now that I see it, now that I've told the story, yeah. I don't know. Because that's the sto- that's what the, the comeback is. The story. Oh. Oh, yeah, you could know. have so much fun with that. She's like, you could what? sit there all day. She's and like, just... She thought I actually spoke to the dolphin. <laughs> Kill all the white people. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any other? Do you do any other animals, or do you? Do you have any other impressions? Yeah, I want another range. Do you <laughs> know, that's, what do you got? That's it. Just the dolphin. Just dolphins. I haven't needed anything else. Yeah, I'll think of something. <laughs> no. Well, and you have the you have the pouring of the beverage. You have, I the, did, you have the pouring of the beverage. You have the, the dolphin. I can do the the bottle pop as well. Uh-huh. Pop and bottle. The <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> okay, that's it. What else do you need, though? I don't know. Once, you've, once, you've, don't once know. you've poured yourself a drink and you've played a little ping pong with your friend, the dolphin, that, yeah. the game is pretty much over. The day is over. The party is over. <laughs> Mm. So can we do? Um, times. So can we do flipper, getting drunk, playing <laughs> ping pong? <laughs> we, I think we just did. Like, can, can we, we just do a run did. of that though? Yeah, we, you need to edit those. Take all those sound bites and edit them all together. <gasps> and I'll animate it. Can you animate? Yes. Okay, let's try this. This is gonna be a not right now. Yeah. Hi, Take flipper. The, <laughs> 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 can't do it now because I'm laughing. <laughs> Good, I'm having a good day too. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? I'll take that as a yes. A drinking game or a sports game? Both. Both. Uh, drinking beer pong. Okay. <laughs> That's when it becomes. <clears throat> All right. Let's, let's have a, let's have a drink. Or if it was carbonated. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flipper, you serve. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Good game. Yes. Holy shit, that was fun. I will animate <laughs> that. was fun. I'm spent. I'll, I'll animate that. <laughs> So I brought a list of the uh, the other band names that we considered. No, I'm just kidding. We, I do have a list of band names that we uh, 
we're talking about the good lookings, and I know that's mm-hmm. a terrible name, and mm-hmm. it came out as a joke actually when uh, when we first played. It was just a lark. I was it was a solo show, and Jared, the drummer, Jarrod, not, mm-hmm. not you, a different one, uh, came out and played, and uh, we did such a just. He just said, I'll just back you. I'll just lay down some beats behind you while you're playing acoustic guitar. And it, it worked out so well that they uh, they offered to book us for like another Friday night a couple of weeks later. She's like, what's the name of your band? I'm like, we don't have a name of a band. <laughs> this is just like, this is a one-off. So we texted back and forth about possible band names. And uh, somebody, remember Karen? She worked there. She had... She had suggested. I'll never forget Karen. She said, <laughs> <"Matter of fact." laughs> "You should see the stars in his eyes when he said that." <laughs> said you should call yourselves the Talent, and he was he was relaying that to me, and I was like, "That's a terrible name. It's so pompous and arrogant. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, you might as well just call ourselves the Good Lookings." And just like, uh, just and like you went th- with it. through text, yeah, because sarcasm doesn't transfer through mm-hmm. text so he's like yes. okay I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I look pretty good mm-hmm. he does <laughs> well see we get that all the time we're like so what's the name of your band good lookings guys aren't that good looking <laughs> no well, checks the, out the Beatles weren't really Beatles now were they <clears throat> true so fair enough so so you have a list of other bands yeah every names. time we think of a name that would be better I write it down how many do we have uh a bunch. Cool. Let's go. Th- let's go through some. Like of them. one, two, three. Not it. You want to? Um, one, two, three. Sh- not it. Yeah. I like that. Secret <laughs> potato. Six percent clown parts was always my favorite Six one. Six percent clown parts. I love that. Hold one. on. Secret potatoes. Yes. Don't so, don't think about them. Don't I'll, think it. Just okay. let it happen okay. and then okay. let it wash okay. over you. I'll write down some of my favorites. Actually. The right. tinkle tones. I don't remember coming up with. Oh, here's my, tinkle tones. Once you go black. Dot dot dot. That's one of my favorites. I think that'd be a great band name. The open hopers, because we were walking around. Hope, like one time, one of us said, "Man, I hope they're open." And I was like, "You're an open hoper." That would be a great band name. Star Wars reference. That settles it! Exclamation point. Barrel movement, because it's hard to say. Barrel movement. Barrel movement. Sounds like something else. Meat locker. <laughs> G Willikers and the Your Welcomes. That one's we should have gone with. Um, Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. Toe that's knuckle. a that's a uh, is that a South Park reference? Is it? Mar- no, Academy Award winner Marissa. Where's that from? That's it, a reference somewhere, right? It's a real thing. She's an Academy yes. Award winner. I thought I, I thought a nice long name. Maybe like, I've heard you say that before. It's possible. I think I've heard you say that before. We have we have been in we have been running in the same circles for a while now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, by the yes. way. Yes, I think uh, I think one two three not it was a good name. That's a good one. I like that. One two three not it. Yeah. What did Marissa Tomei win an Academy Award for? My cousin Vinny. That's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say my cousin really? Vinny. Yeah. What what really? what 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 award though? Not best supporting. Best supporting actress. That was that's why <clears throat> it's so famous. Not because she, because like ninety nine percent of the world, including her, doesn't feel that she deserves it. Mm-hmm. It was an issue of uh, uh, too many votes for the people who did got split, and she wound up coming, kind of winning or something like that. So it's a. <laughs> It's, it's a, that's why it's of historical significance. Are you a South Park watcher? I was for a long time, and I need to. If I, I don't have time to sit yeah. down and binge. But if I mm-hmm. if I did, I would sit down and probably binge. But See, I'm, I'm a fan, definitely. I was I was a fan the first couple of years, and then I went, you know, probably six seven years without watching it. Then right around like season eleven, it got super. Uh, 
topical. Uh-huh. And you could tell, like, that's when they really started doing the, you know, the stuff really quick. The episodes really quickly. Yeah, that fucker will just slowly... Talking about the chair that I'm sitting in? Yeah. Does <laughs> it every once in a while. Um, but, uh, but anyway, the new season starts tonight. Um, I'll t- I can't. I'm Correct. working at one of. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm at one of the many gigs that you've That's booked right. me for this summer. So That's right. He called me earlier to make sure you were going to be there. I was like, uh, Yeah, that's how that works. That's how the booking works. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he. I'm glad he's verifying. Yes. Hmm? AJ's. AJ's the new one. AJ's Grayton. Uh, uh, speaking of 30, AJ's. Thirty AJ's. Thirty AJ's. <sighs> Did you just think of that? No, I told him he should have bought Yeah. I, I almost bought the domain name. I told you to buy Yeah, I almost bought that domain name, and I almost bought AJ's 30A. Uh-huh. But then we went with AJ's Great, and so I would have lost uh, $12. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's $12 you need. Um, but speaking of AJ's, uh, real mm-hmm. quick, to, not to get too off subject, but uh, we're doing a benefit for Mr. Dan Collins uh, on Monday, actually. Monday, what's the date on that? Uh, the uh, 18th? Uh, 18th. That, is that correct? Yep, it's the 18th. Hmm. Yeah, so so Monday, September 18th, we're doing a benefit for Dan Collins. We will have uh, Austin Jennings, Continuum, mm-hmm. Heritage, and uh, Black Eyed Blonde, minus Dan Collins. Who's playing bass? Um, Scotty G. So. Uh, when does that start? It's going to be starting at 6 o'clock until, <gasps> is what we're going Question Till question mark? Yeah. Love those. Depends on it's AJ's, so yeah, yeah. that means four AM okay. most of the time. Um, but anyway, there's going to be a, a bunch of a bunch of different ways to to raise money for Dan Collins and his mm-hmm. family out there. So you guys come out, local listeners, absolutely. I'll come out to that. AJ's. Um, the one in Destin, though, right now. The AJ's in Destin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Clarify the mothership, right? <laughs> <laughs> the mothership with the jumbotron. With the with the jumbotron. <laughs> it does have a jumbotron. And the one and only Alan Laird, the owner, the OG. That dude cracks me up. You know, he he reminds me of in a in a small way. And I, I don't want I hate I don't want to talk shit about people on this like that aren't here. That's one thing I've really tried not to do. So I won't do that. Right. But have you seen, remember the movies Porky's? Uh, I do remember the Porky's. He reminds me of Porky a little bit. <laughs> not not uh, not. That's not, not in negative like the, at all. That's positive. That's a, yeah. that's a glowing... He was a good businessman. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Indeed. And, Alan, dude, Alan's always been... entrepreneur. For the most part, Alan's been pretty nice to me. Okay. Um, uh, but I've, I've heard him also talk... Say some really bad things, man. Uh-huh. I, I was just like... Uh, Speaking of talking about people, you it appeared... Uh, like I say, I'm a long-time listener, first-time mm-hmm. guest. Um it appeared that there was going to be some kind of, I don't know if it was an official or an unofficial segment here on the Wimpty podcast where you would tell a little story about a, a local artist that had, that had wronged you. And it, I, it was like the, the, the vibe I got. And it started with the Shane Crow one where he talked about that guitar player that you got him to sweet gig and he wound up falling asleep in the, in the, in the parking lot. Shane told that story. Because that was, that was Shane. I know. I, know. <laughs> I didn't want to use any name. He was here. Then, so. And then uh, I think when Anthony was on, you were talking about that there's a drummer who uh, threatened to beat you up twice. That was on, uh, the, that was on the Shane Crow episode. That was, was it? on the same one. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I, listened, yeah I listened to him at night. <clears throat> and yeah. then uh, there was when, uh, when Sean was on, you were talking. I think it was when Sean was on. Somebody. You are talking about um, 
somebody who uh, was professing, I'm, I've been 90 days sober while he was holding a beer. Oh, or something. That was, on, that was on with Collins. Collins. Yeah, okay. oh, that's okay. what, yeah, that was on the Collins yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, I'll run and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, man, it's really funny. The, um, the couple of local musicians that, that I, I wouldn't even say I have a problem with, um, but that have, it's never been uh, anything that I've done wrong to them. Uh-huh. It's always, it's really just been them doing really dumb shit and then just me not being okay with it. I thought if that, that was going to be that a makes segment, sense. though. I thought you were going to have, like, <laughs> I have, I thought okay. you were going to be. Is it story time? Now we're going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, we just talked about we just talk, his ass, almost getting his ass beat. Yeah, <laughs> about someone else threatening <laughs> to beat me up over some artist. dumb shit. <laughs> no, only one of them is threatening to beat me up. And really, uh, yeah, no, the other one wasn't really a problem. That was just a funny story. Yeah, with the whole proof is in the pudding. <laughs> we, still have a, we still haven't ordered. We still haven't ordered pudding yet either. Still got to send him. I wanted to send him a get well card for his hand, um, but whatever. Oh shit! Uh, man, it's such a the uh, the local music scene. It's it's it's. It's a tough thing, especially being uh, having the job that I have, man. Because you know, um, you're able to help out a lot of people, but then uh, there's <clears> also <throat> some people that are turned off by it too. That's why I keep, uh, and I learned pretty quickly when I started doing what I was doing. Um, it used to be that I would work anybody who wanted to work with me. Uh-huh. I would try to work with. I would try to help. I would try to do whatever. Right. And I, I realized pretty quickly that that was no way to do it, just because. Um, number one, you can spread yourself way too thin. Yeah. And also, um, it, it, it can create conflict. That's why, uh, and that's why you and I have worked together since pretty much since I started doing it. Uh-huh. You've been someone that I've worked with. And, uh, you know, even from a solo, from a solo aspect, man, there's very few solo people I work with. Very few. Um, and, uh, that's, that's for a reason, man. And that's because I, number one, I want to like the people that I'm working with and, I feel like there's a mutual respect there. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. You know, I've always had, you yeah. know, and it's 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 really not hard, man. You just, you treat people the way that you want to be treated and, right. and all that. And, and it's it's easy, man. You and, I, you and I have never even had close to an issue, you know? And that's, just, I think it's just because, <laughs> what's up? The golf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can talk about that. That's kind of bullshit. I'll talk about it. All right. Uh, there's a, I, I, maybe, I don't know if anyone just heard that. We won't talk about, uh, about the venue, but. You can beat um, that. Like, but this yeah, will, this will also just somebody. attest to the character of Mike, Mike V here. Um, Mike showed up to a gig and he was all set up. It was raining. So he set everything else up and he was going to go get his guitar right before you started playing. Yes. Correct. Uh-huh. Um, you can take the story from there if you uh, like, man, you're so, my guest. Like so f- you, yeah. Five minutes. Five minutes prior to, to, to firing it up, I went out. So I'm going to go get my guitar, and I went out to the car, and I had forgotten it. I left it all the way back an hour away in traffic at Gulf Breeze, in Gulf Breeze. I was like, oh, my God. So I ran back inside, and I, I said, I'm terribly sorry. Of course, I'm not going to charge you for this. I, have, I don't have a guitar. I'm going to have to go out and try and track one down. And they were like, mm. they were super friendly up until that. Mm-hmm. And, all of a sudden, and so I ran out, and uh, I was trying to, I jumped in the car, started driving, trying to think if there was a guitar around where I, that I could borrow. There was too many variables, so I just drove right over to Lights and bought a guitar and came back. And so I started 30 minutes Because that's how Mike's late. living, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is toward the end of the summer. All right? So yes. he's had a summer full of gigs. Yes, so yes, Motherfucker, I'll just Thanks. go buy a guitar. Thanks to you. I'll just go buy a guitar. Mm-hmm. So, well, I didn't want to... I didn't, and it was... Because it wasn't... 
I mean, it was as I didn't want to ha- to look bad myself, but I didn't want that to be a black eye on you because mm-hmm. you'd worked hard to get people to to you worked hard to get people in there, mm-hmm. namesake people in there. And I think mm-hmm. I was probably one of the first one or something. You were you were the first wanna, namesake show there. Didn't want to set um, the trend. At least solo guy. Um, so so. I ran over there, got a guitar, I got back, <clears throat> started thirty minutes late, played. It's nonstop. The only time I stopped playing, I didn't even stop in between songs. The only time I stopped was to move the capo and then to answer uh, a couple of questions when people had requests and stuff. And played all the way through. Didn't take any money for it, and and uh, I even played twenty minutes over past the past past the. Oh, you didn't time. get paid for it? Uh-uh. I didn't realize you didn't get paid for it's it. Just because I, I was like, oh, that makes me more mad. Don't be mad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt okay. you. Okay, no, it's okay. Yeah, please make yourself at home. Yeah, interrupt all you want. Yeah. But 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 I did yeah that's I just did everything it's I'm not mad but I'm disappointed I mm-hmm. I I thought I did everything in, that I could possibly do to compensate for for my lack of preparation yes and I still think I did I think I well you think absolutely I made up for did it. so Mike sends me an email explaining all of this and I present the email to to the manager and he was like you know to to me that's everything you expect out of someone. You know, like if you fuck up, the be- the best thing to do, number one, be honest about it, mm-hmm. admit admit how you messed up, uh, explain how you wh- how you're gonna fix it, and all, and then also explain how it's not gonna happen again. And that all of that was in this email. So I, I'm telling this guy, like, you know, this is, you know, this is a fluke. This will it'll never happen again. He's like, yeah, we need to go ahead and cut the rest of his shows. Okay. I was like, you fucking kidding me? Like, look. We need to send a clear like message this, this to the dude, people. Yeah, like this dude. <laughs> this will not be tolerated. Th- yeah, this dude sent like a three-paragraph <laughs> fucking email. Went and bought a went and bought a guitar. <clears throat> played nonstop on top. I didn't know you didn't take money for it. Well, uh-huh. um, and then on t- and then on top of that, no, I came back and started twenty minutes late and played for three hours straight. That's shitty. But the rest of my summer was fantastic. Yeah. So if that's my only, if that's the only bad story, then I got nothing to complain mm-hmm. about. And this is a, this area has been absolutely fantastic. I couldn't do this as a, as a, as someone who's just kind of new to the, to the concept of playing guitar and singing and then, and then starting a band and stuff. I don't think I could have done this anyplace else. Mm-hmm. Just, that's the coolest thing. I mean, we talked about, that's a theme on this that we keep, we always, there's so many musicians we have on here, but this area really is a, it's unlike a lot, a lot of places in that uh, in that regard that you can come here and, you know, I mean you aren't gonna get rich, but you can definitely you make more than you will anywhere else. Get rich really. in your heart. Yeah. In your heart. You uh-huh. don't have one, but if if you I had one, one. <laughs> he's, got, he's got he's got a second liver where his heart where the heart shouldn't be. That may or may not be. <laughs> the doctor hasn't told me that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't look into that. I don't know. I was I wasn't planning on drinking at all during this podcast, but this is a. I'm glad we did. I, well, I mean, you you brought this off. fucking. Well, we're gonna put a picture up. Uh-huh. We'll put a picture up on the Instagram of this contraption that Mike V has brought. It, you wouldn't know that it, aside from the corkscrew, and wine opener, you wouldn't know that it was a mini bar no. in a case. That's how it's supposed to be. Is the third one where you hold all your marijuana? I don't see. I never. It's too late for me to start. Get, I never got no. in. Like I said, I got in. I came in the Air Force right after, right out of the, right mm-hmm. out of school. I, uh, um, so that whole time was everything was off limits, and it just kind of never came up once I got out. Yeah. It's not like something I was jonesing to do. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get out so I can get so I can act silly. <laughs> Whatever. So it hasn't it hasn't come up yet. Yeah. But like everybody that I've played in bands 
with around here. Like, man, your first time, I gotta be there. So it's gonna have to so be. So you've never smoked. Kind of you've never smoked marijuana. Uh-uh. Not yet. Really? Not yet. Yeah, that's not something I do anymore. But I definitely, uh, when I got out of the Air Force, that was the thing I, I enjoyed quite frequently, for a while. Mm-hmm. But I also looks like fun. Worked, uh, I worked people, at Mellow Mushroom, speak for bro. <laughs> I just now got it. Yeah, yeah that's a little segue there. <laughs> bro, I was a bartender at Mellow. I wore Earth Tones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, widespread panic. <laughs> I didn't know that about you either. I think I think it's. Have Straight you done, Have you done any drugs? No, you've never tried any drugs. Mm-mm. Not aside, well, aside from alcohol, right, yeah. You know? I've oh. tried the crap out of some alcohol, but yeah, it's, it's good far. for you. Like That's I said, good. it hadn't never. Just the opportunity was never there, and so by the time the opportunity was there, yeah, I, <clears throat> didn't know didn't need to go relive your college days. Yeah, <laughs> I see, I mean, you do that through music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sorry to let you down. Is this you're going to delete this podcast no, now? Not at all. Not at all. I respect that. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I wonder. Out of all of my, uh, out of all of my guests, uh, you're, you're probably the first one. I would have to assume you're probably the first one that hasn't tried. I imagine out of all the people in this in this three county area, I'm probably one of the very <laughs> few people. Everyone seems so surprised whenever I say that, and yeah. I, like it seems like like I don't go around wearing a T-shirt or saying oh, I've never smoked weed or anything like that. I don't say it. People are just like, hey, you want to go get it? I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah. If I get you one, will you wear it? A t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. We, no. If I get you a shirt that says I've never smoked pot? I don't want it. No, because that draws the wrong kind of I feel, I feel like of we attention. can make that better. I've never smoked, uh, and then make it a word that no one uses for it. Uh, <clears throat> you know? <laughs> you are. You're in Florida. That's a weird thing. That's a non, it's not a common thing. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Killer mics. It's happening now. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't even know. Uh, I don't I, know how. I, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would. I would know where to. Where to you go to Pensacola. You, you can buy it in sh- stores now. That's tr- that's true. <laughs> they have flour. They have the actual flour in stores now. Mm. Hmm. Talk I don't know that the, much uh, about it. I didn't mean to sound card. like an expert. Hmm. I want to check that out. Are they giving cards out yet? Well, I think they're giving cards, but I just don't know if shops have the actual flower yet. I don't think so. It's like you're speaking a whole different language to me. Yeah. The the bud. The, oh, the, the good bud. What well, yeah, the stuff that gets you high. Because like, for a while they were only doing... Stuff that gets you arrested uh, yeah. if they find it in your car? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They okay. were only doing CBD for a while, which is the non-psychoactive non-psycho- substance that's right. in marijuana. But that also, there's a lot of health benefits into it as far as, you know, like they had the one strain called Charlotte's Web, which it was for named after a girl named Charlotte who... Mm-hmm. Uh, who had severe, severe, severe seizures, but then with with marijuana, they would. It was a very, very high dose of CBD, almost no THC, which is which is what gets you high. Right. But the CBD actually made her stop. Yeah. Made her. Uh, I'm not gonna go there, but made made no, her I made her seizure yeah. stop. Yeah. I'm totally um, on board. I, again, I, or not again, but I don't want to give the impression that I'm anti smoking mm-hmm. weed. I don't. I don't have any problem with it at all. Yeah. It just hasn't come up. But I wouldn't. I'm not faulting <clears> anybody for it. And I'm. I'm I, I voted every time the the votes came out to legalize. I'm like, sure, yeah, legalize it, tax it, sell it like a thing. Yeah, yeah, get people out of fucking jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you know, put a what a great that's idea. Gotta, that's got to be yeah, decriminalize this yeah. tiny little thing. 
Yeah, that's a place that should be reserved for, you know, people that like to fuck kids and stuff, mm. you know? So that's where uh, that's where, that's where that belongs, for sure. Amen. But, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a generic. Here we go. <laughs> I had to wait till the end of the podcast to start bringing this stuff up. Uh, yeah, I, um... I mean, you play in a praise and worship band, right? I do. What's, we, the, what's the band name? It's, a, it's also called The Good Lookings, but it's with only one O. <laughs> the God Lockings? The God Lockings. <laughs> the God Lockings. Yes. See, at first I took it off of the good part. Yeah. It was like, The God, lo- the God no, Lockings. The God no, lockings. it's The God Lockings. Uh-huh. That's a killer name. It would be. We I would just, definitely get killed if we tried playing around here like that. <clears throat> yeah, well... Unless you had fake dreadlocks, fake. Yeah, got lockings. Like that's the only oh. way. I, that's the only way I see that being able to work. But. Yeah, I understand. Well, not in the south though. Are we in the south? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in the fucking south. We're way. South. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's still a lot of white boy reggae bands around. <laughs> Awkward silence. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just started thinking about you can't think on a podcast. Nobody can I know. see you. But I know. It, it, that would be a great hmm. It's cool to see when you when you do that staring up. Hmm. You can yeah. actually see the wheels turning and stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't translate very well into audio. Yeah, just saying being inappropriate here. Is he? Yeah, he was saying oh. bad stuff. I didn't think so. He doesn't have a mic. Is that why he doesn't have a microphone? Yeah. Or because they're so damn expensive. Uh, uh it's both. that's another fun. We haven't gotten sponsorships yet. Really? <laughs> yeah, we no sponsorships. Oh, okay. I think I, I have to wait till till I get to I hit a certain number threshold before I, I uh, before I can seek sponsorships. I got. I listen. I listen to, to the listening. podcast on the podcast on the on the the app. So the now, iTunes app. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'll listen to it all the way to the end. And I guess and it'll start the next one, whatever the mm-hmm. next podcast would be. Mm-hmm. Um, like song, I listen to Song Exploder a lot, and I guess. Or whatever the next one happened to be. I've heard it a couple of times at the end of your podcast, which actually, I guess, turns out that it was the beginning of the next one. It says, this podcast was brought to you, sponsored in part by... I was like, wow, man, that's some pretty big deal. Sponsorship, Jared's guy. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out, <laughs> sponsored yeah. by... Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best podcast. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's the best one that's ever been. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna have to wear this. Uh, I'm gonna have to wear this hat out. Uh-huh. This, this red hat. I'm digging it, man. Thank it's you. Gonna, it's gonna. It will. It definitely draws the eye. Yeah. If people see you coming from a distance before. What yeah. The? Yeah. This guy on St. Patrick's Day, I had my uh, make. I made my own green hat. Mm-hmm. I got a green hat and said "Make America Green Again." Yes. And uh, that, that. that was pretty interesting, too, because a lot of people. You'd see a lot of people coming up to me, and be like, "Yeah," and, yeah. and, and then they'd be like. Oh, the fuck, does, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Means one of two things. And I don't like either of them. Yeah. So uh, that was fun. Just got, yeah, that was a fun night. I ended up giving Shane my hat that yeah, night. Yeah, you got a little too tipsy, so I got you an Uber. And I was like, I just want to wear the hat. Yes. <laughs> Continue the tradition. And I started a lot of conversations with that hat. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. so you have a headliner for the uh, the festival next year yet? I do. Do you? I, I got a. I got. You don't have to tell. Them. I got some good stuff. I'm glad it's to gonna hear. be the best year ever. It's gonna be. It's always gonna be unbelievable. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like. Uh, it's gonna be the best bow jams you've ever seen. I'm. <laughs> it's gonna be you. Yeah. What? Uh, but I can tell you. I can tell you one band that is playing it. Oh. 
The God Lockings. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That's all I need to do. They're playing the yeah, secret. Yeah. They're playing the secret late night set. Oh, really? <laughs> After everybody goes home, yeah. <laughs> you'll play two songs, and then I need you to clean up all these bottles. No, uh, <laughs> I mean at, at all these festivals, there's always a there's always a secret set somewhere. There's oh. always a secret campground set or oh. a secret, you know, secret set. So the God Lockings are going to be the Good Lookings will play during the day. Oh, okay. But then the God Lockings are going to play elsewhere. I am on board with secret. That. I am totally secret on board with that. God, that'd be fun. We got to do that. We're gonna write some more um, over the winter when when we're not playing so much. And uh, Jarrod, the drummer, is moving closer, so we'll be able to get together Good. more and actually <clears throat> go back get back to writing. Yeah. That's so, what uh, us is to there write something in, the first... in there? Is there is there uh, like an EP or an album that you're wanting to do, or what's uh, what's next on the agenda for the Good Lookings? The next on the agenda is to do a video for. Um, uh, for my feet, we have, there's a to record. We have a song called "My Feet" that we've been playing out all summer, and we, mm-hmm. we fleshed it out. And we know what it's going to sound like, and so um, now this fall, we'll go into the studio and try to we'll record it. And we've caught a lot of of live video of us playing it from a lot mm-hmm. of different angles at three different venues, and then we'll piece all that together. We're working with uh, Javen, who did who's a local videographer. He, okay. did, he did our last video. It's just all live stuff. And we're going to kind of piece it together. Sweet. That's a plan, but it's uh, like it's it's hard to prioritize for this band because we recognize that we are this band is primarily a cover band that mm. plays locally. We write songs for ourselves and so that we can play at Bojams. Mm. Literally, we wrote songs just so we could get on the bill at Bojams last year. <laughs> but they're they're good songs, yeah. I think, and they're kind of fun. But it's hard to um, <clears throat> it's hard to 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 commit a lot of cash to something that you know is not an investment necessarily. Like when Continuum, you're willing to, to record and you're paying money for videos and stuff because those are steps in, towards a goal. Mm-hmm. And we don't, this particular version of The Good Lookings is not ever going to be a touring band, I don't think. It's yeah, so you've, re- you've, you've, you've pretty much reached your goal already. So you're just kind of fine-tuning it and trying to keep it fresh, to keep it enjoyable for yeah. yourself and the band, really, uh, right? Yeah. I want to grow locally, mm-hmm. but would not, yeah, but not with the intent of eventually going out to Nashville or mm-hmm. L.A. or anything like that. Yeah. So it's, so, you, you know, you play all summer, and whatever spare money there is left over, you kind of do... Kind of a fair lo- fairly low budget version, but I do I do want to be able to capture because people ask all the time. They're like, "Where can we get an EP?" So mm-hmm. we got we got six songs, and I wouldn't mind putting three or four of them, like good recordings, onto yeah. a, onto a CD and being able to hand them out. We should. It's pretty easy these days, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So that was another sound effect. That was a spinning CD flying through the air. Was it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Elephant. <laughs> Elephant and porpoise getting married. <laughs> do you? <laughs> and do you? <laughs> I now pronounce you. Hey, that's also a preacher. Yeah. Uh, does that count? I now pronounce you. Yeah. <laughs> Very big. We got more French fries. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's fried time, time. No, that's another one of my impressions. <laughs> it sounds great. It doesn't. Uh, if if this was a game, like if anyone could actually hear that sound, and you're like, identify this sound, the French fries would not be anywhere near the top of the guesses. <laughs> French fries. He's cutting taters. He's cutting tater cutter. <laughs> Me and Daddy grew Ta- up in there. Tater cutter. Tater cutter. I don't know what a tater right. cutter. Tater, tater cutter. cutter. <laughs> it's a bad name. It is. Tater tater cutter and the God Lockings. That's a good one. God Lockings. Man. 
<clears throat> I'm glad we had this talk. I'm glad we had yeah. this meeting. Yeah, man. Me too. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Who else? Who's next? Are, are you allowed man. to say? Um, there's there's two people that I'm talking to right now. Um, I don't I don't have a definitive who's next yet. Um, but uh, but it's it's between two folks right now. So Sweet. hopefully it'll they'll just run, uh, run next and next. So. So you're able um, to you're able to to knock these out once a week. That's pretty cool. That's what I, yeah. Uh, when I wanted to do this, I I I couldn't allow it to. Uh, I, I needed something fun to do that was you know for me because I I spent so much time uh, booking booking gigs and managing other people's creative endeavors. Yeah. Uh, to where and I also made the distinction when I started booking that I wasn't going to play out at all. Because um, like I used to play, I used to I used to be in bands and mm-hmm. um, I used to sing and shit. Like I was offered a vocal scholarship out of high school. Really? I d- yeah, I didn't do it because my brother did, had the same vocal scholarship. Uh-huh. I was like, no, I'm not gonna do the same thing my brother did. I'm gonna join the air force. Do <laughs> 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 get my education that way. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but anyway, so this was just something for me to do. I, I enjoy talking to people, I th- and also. People don't talk to people anymore. Like yeah. I do, ninety percent of my business is done through text message, and email. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, people aren't having conversations anymore. It was something that you know I could put a little bit of creativity into, um, and it also, most importantly, it doesn't really you know. Especially Shane takes care of a lot of this, and uh, I'm I mean. super appreciative of that. So really, I mean, I my main thing is finding people I want to talk to, bringing them in here, and spending an hour and a half of them a week, yeah. and doing it. So it's it may it's fun. And uh, just a little something different that not many people, especially in our area, are doing. So it's a little different take. Man, on it's it. very different. It's very, so, it's very next level. It's very, very cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, I hope you enjoyed coming in. I'm, I'm flattered that you had yeah. me. I definitely, definitely did enjoy it. Yeah. I definitely do. I hope, um, I hope when it, when the cycle goes around, eventually, like you're gonna run out of interesting people, and then you'll go through a battery of uninteresting people, and then it'll mm-hmm. come around again. Hopefully, I'll be able to. I don't know well, if that'll take a couple of years, but well, and I'm t- really hoping there's gonna be some kind of reunion towards mm-hmm. the end of the May, like maybe around uh, Christmas time or something, where you have you just bring everybody that you've had already, because I want to get into a room with all these all these people. You got videographers, photographers, singers, mm-hmm. uh, uh, captains of industry, all these people. I'd like to be in a room with and kind of yeah. pick their brain as like a net working thing yeah i should do that yeah. i should do a like, a, like a christmas party yeah <laughs> yeah a, a very exclusive swanky <laughs> christmas party are you on the are you on the list uh go through soundcloud uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope fuck who would i get to work the door Shero? you can't come in here <laughs> that's a good idea that'd, that'd be insane that'd, that'd, uh, that'd be fun that's a good idea mm. man but uh, I was talking with Shane earlier, too, what I also want to do. The, uh, the first portion of this and really kicking this off is really more about me bringing people on here who are doing cool stuff. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about people, you know, kind of how they got to the point, doing what they're doing and, uh, and different strategies to get there and uh, just try to learn a little bit also. But I was telling Shane, um, eventually I want to have people back on here and really just have conversations centered around a different theme each week. Yeah. You know, like uh, I, just re- I listened to a really good podcast the other day and the theme was... Uh, Oh, regret okay. was the theme. Yeah, and it was uh, it was Ari Shafir and two other guys uh, sitting around like Andrew Santino and, and and one other guy, and they were talking about uh, just these weird regrets that they had in their life, and it was it was awesome. It was yeah. a great podcast. So I think I mean, and that can go anywhere. Right, like, right. Yeah. The theme could be spirituality. Yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, that that's down the line. 
and and uh, but what we are going to do also every ten episodes or so we're going to have the panhandlers yeah. back on, and uh, that's just that's just going to be fun. But you'll have to come on one of the panhandlers episodes. I would be honored because those ones, th- those just are like be ready to drink and <laughs> probably say some stuff you regret. Uh, <laughs> that's how I live. And my probably life. <laughs> probably offend a lot of people. You oh, know, me, isolate yeah. half your audience. I don't offend. Um, I work so hard not to offend. Yeah. But, so actually, you know, it'd be pretty nice to let, let loose and <laughs> not worry. Yeah. Because I can be very offensive. When I first came in, man, I was like, I had that. Everyone was. I had this very New Jersey attitude. And mm-hmm. I was always getting up in people's faces and stuff. And I had to. I learned how to be a lot. Uh, how to how to work with people a lot better. And that, that people. All right, don't don't respond, don't react as well to that as we did back up when I was growing up well, in absolutely. New Jersey. So absolutely, might be might be cool to try and tap into a little bit of that for yeah. some fun. We'll do it, man. For some fun, sweet. Well, have a good gig tonight. I'm gonna tell, tell, be great. tell your boys I said hello. I will. I'll pass that on. And uh, and yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll see you again here soon. Mike Vanessa, thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you for having me. Later, dude. Pasta. <laughs>